Welcome to The Flex. Now broadcasting from the Fantasy Sports Studios, here are your hosts of the flagship podcast, Chris Jakes and Jeff Kelly. Welcome in to the Flex Fantasy Football Podcast bonus episode. We got the 2018 NFL Combine Preview. Players, you got to watch, especially for y'all in Dynasty Leagues with the NFL Draft coming up. You got your rookie drafts coming up as well. And we're not dicking around today, guys. We're going to dive right in. NFL Combine Preview. Key players. Let's kick it off with the quarterbacks. Quarterbacks. So we got Sam Darnold, the Donald, seems to be the consensus number one quarterback on the draft board this year. Darnold, to me, is highly overrated. Dude is a turnover machine. Fumbles, picks. Dude's racked up so many turnovers. Ensign Mintz is about to release a new pastry treat called the Donald. His arm delivery is so bad. Lonzo Ball feels better about his shot dubbed the new granny, a.k.a. the dead grandma shot that he possesses in the NBA. Darnold has potential, but the number one thing going against him, for me, is that USC traditionally is known to produce excellence. Excellence, quality, starting college quarterbacks. Keyword, college, at the collegiate level. But rarely do USC quarterbacks transfer that college excellence into the NFL. Carson Palmer probably is really the last USC quarterback to not be considered a bust. And if you listen to the show long enough, you know, in my opinion, Carson Palmer is one of the most overrated asshole dickheads the NFL has seen over the last 20 years. Palmer had two, two good seasons. One back in 2005 when he uh, took the Bengals to the playoffs, threw for 32 touchdowns that year, I believe. And then he suffered a knee injury against Pittsburgh in the playoffs. And then the other good season he had was just a couple of years ago when he was in Arizona. The Stars just kind of aligned for him in that year. It was it 2015, I believe it was. Palmer's always fluky to me. But he was just a mediocre quarterback at the NFL level. And to look at some other USC quarterbacks, you got Matt Barkley. He had a lot of high praise. Mark Sanchez. Matt Leinart. Let's not forget that mofo. I mean, the list goes on, man. These guys were great at the collegiate level, but absolute dog shit in the pros. Wide receivers are also susceptible to this whole USC curse. Granted, Juju Smith-Schuster looks like he could be the exception to that rule, but the verdict's still out on him, too. It's still out for deliberation in my book on Juju Smith-Schuster. Moving on to Josh Allen real quick. Allen, I think, is garbage, man. I think he's trash. Duke completed just 56% of his passes in 2017. In college, let's not forget. That's just not good. That's not good, and that's not going to translate well in the NFL at the next level. To me, he's a mobile 
second-rate version of Drew Bledsoe, pretty much. Drew Bledsoe with legs. Baker Mayfield. Now, the big knock on Mayfield is his size, obviously, just under 6'1". And obviously, with the noteworthy police video that has been released, we've, uh, well, not all of us, but many of us have seen that video, and uh, it doesn't look too good. Anyways, people close the situation to Oklahoma football. They say his character is pretty solid and that that whole incident was just an off-character moment. It's not who he really is. Mayfield could be Johnny Menzel, God forbid. Or he could be like a Russell Wilson, Brett Favre type. That's kind of who he reminds me of as the latter. He's got a lot of similar attributes to Wilson and Favre. He's, he's very accurate. He's mobile. He's elusive. Dude's tough to bring down. He can make all the throws, even on the run, man. Even while on the run, dude can just zip it on a dime. And he's a winner. I know they had a terrible loss to Iowa State, I think it was this year. But dude's a winner. He's shown leadership ability, but also he's got that potential to be a head case. Burdick's still kind of out on that one, too. But he has, by far, in my opinion, the highest upside of any quarterback in this NFL draft for 2018. Lock it in. My prediction on Mayfield would be, I think he's going to be a perennial pro bowler. I think he's going to average somewhere like around 30 touchdowns, 10 picks a year once he hits his prime. There's a lot of risk with Mayfield, but a huge, huge reward. He's like the ultimate lottery ticket. It's like a mixed bag. Bag of tricks. You just don't know what the hell you're going to get, but you're hoping for the best. And I'm thinking that he's going to live up to the potential that he possesses for sure. If we were going to call Mayfield a lottery ticket, it would be like an NBA draft style lottery ticket. And he would have the most ping pong balls available. You just pick one of them balls. He's going to be it. He's going to hit. He's going to be a hit. Tell you what. Lamar Jackson also, guy I'm very intrigued by. He had a fantastic 2016 season. I kind of touched on this a little bit yesterday on yesterday's show with Jeff. He decided to return to school in 2017. Would have been a first-round draft pick had he come out, I believe. But uh, this past year, though, he definitely became a little more indecisive. And he kind of changed his style a bit. He kind of became more of a run-first type of quarterback. Because in 2016, he was more of a throw-first, run, if necessary. And he kind of reversed those roles in 2017. But that could also be chalked up to coaching. You know, I don't really know too much about Louisville's skill possession, skill position players on that team. But who the hell knows? Dude's got a lot of talent. And he's the third best quarterback in the draft, in my opinion. Let's get the Josh Rosen here real quick. To me, he does not display leadership ability, at least from what we've all seen. He really has not. He's got great physical gifts, he's got good field vision. Little skinny on the upper body, but Tom Brady kind of proved you don't need to have a strong upper body to play the quarterback position. And that's kind of been a knock on Rosen as well. But I like Rosen. He's my second-ranked quarterback in this year's draft class. Let's move on to some running backs. Running backs. And let's start off with the beast, Saquon Barkley from Penn State. This guy is an absolute effing beast. That word gets thrown out a lot, man. This dude is it. He is the next to join the elites of Todd Gurley, David Johnson, Ezekiel Elliott, Le'Veon Bell. He's next on that grouping there. He's going to be much better than Leonard Fournette. You watch and see. 
Dude's got great size. He can catch the ball. He is a true three-down back. And just an absolute hammer, man. I mean, this is the obvious choice for a can't-miss player in this draft. And we're going to get to the mock draft, the Flex Fantasy Football Podcast mock draft later in the month. But this guy should not slip below the Colts of Browns, picks three and four respectively. Moving on to Jalen Samuels. He's my number two running back on my board right now. Like Barkley, Samuels also can do it all. He's absolutely dynamic. Really intrigued by him. Another guy I want to check out over the next few days for the combine is Jordan Lasley. Currently, he's number three on my big board. Highly skilled, talented, a little bit raw. He's got great route running ability. And he's definitely going to see playing time right away on the, on the third downs. That's for sure. So for rookie drafts upcoming, got to see where he lands, which NFL team he picks him up. But this guy should, should, but this guy should see the field right away. Absolutely. He needs to improve a little bit on his consistency in the passing game. He also needs to bulk up a little bit, kind of like Rosen. But uh, he is a guy that's got a very high ceiling. I would put his ceiling right there almost on Alvin Kamara's level. I think it's Alvin Kamara-esque dude ceiling. Moving on to Rashad Penny, number four on my board. Great size and speed. He's got solid hands, great vision. And a thing I like a lot about him is his decisiveness. Man, he just sees a hole and just plows right through it, man. He's not hes- he does not hesitate. Le'Veon Bell, he is not. Le'Veon Bell is a special kind of back. Penny will hit the hole, man. He will hit that hole. Like a recently released prison inmate locked up for 30 years having an encounter with a prostitute outside the prison walls. Just saying. Let's go to one guy that I'm actually a little concerned about here, and that's Kalen Ballage. To me, he's got to have a great showing from here on out. Dude is talented, but he runs like diarrhea just shat out of a loose asshole after an intense colonoscopy with PVC pipe. (laughs) It's just sloppy. It's ugly. And I don't think dude has ever heard Little John because this guy does not get low. Skeet, 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 skeet. Another thing real quick on him, man. He does not seem to have passion for the game. He's afraid to take hits. He's afraid to run up the gut. I mean, someone gutted the ball out of that ballage. So calling him Kalen Edge. Kalen Edge. Till this dude gets his balls back. Wide receivers. Checking out the combine wide receivers to look out for here. We got Cortland Sutton who I absolutely love. Dude's got amazing physical tools, great size, talent, great production in 2016. Could have been a first-round pick last year also, had he come out last year. To me, man, he is very comparable to Alshon Jeffrey. How about Calvin Ridley from Alabama? Great route runner. Lacks upper body strength, which will and has at times affected him going up against bump and run coverage. However... Dude comes from a great wide receiver mill in Alabama. Dude, Alabama, they churn out wide receivers like the Amish churn butter. To me, Ridley's a little risky, but he offers huge upside. His 40 time, I think, is going to tell us a lot about where his stock is on draft day. But I still think clearly, no doubt about it, he's still going to be 
the first wide receiver drafted in the 2018 NFL draft. To me, I think it's comparable to Golden Tate or like an old school Isaac Bruce type of player. Moving on to DJ Chark. Excellent speed. Very smart player. Good size. Definitely needs to work on his uh, route running ability. To me, he's pretty comparable, at least his skill set and physical tools. Comparable to Josh Gordon. And then, like I said, his physical tools, not his production, obviously. That's yet to be seen, but uh, the skill set for sure. And if the Patriots ever drafted a wide receiver high, ever, this would be the guy that fits what the hoodie's looking for. This is the guy that kind of fits the mold of what the Patriots look for in NFL players that they throw on their roster. Moving on, we got Equinemius St. Brown. That name's a fucking disaster. But uh, like Sutton, the big Notre Dame wide receiver's got great physical size, smart player, talented player. He's got some NFL-ready physical tools. I mean, Duke to come in right away, I think, and do pretty well. And for a guy that's hovering right around six foot five, just under six foot five, he's got incredible speed. He's he is someone I'm definitely looking forward to watching the combine, especially in the 40. I think it's comparable to AJ Green. And how about another guy that's kind of flying under the radar a bit? I mean, he's still gonna be drafted, you know, within the day two, I'm sure. But uh James Washington, he's kind of a he's kind of a hybrid. It's kind of a like an H-back, maybe. I don't know what the hell he is exactly. I'm intrigued, though. I want to see how, how he does. I want to see how we, he stacks up, how he measures physically in the combine. Because he's definitely undersized at the wide receiver position. Dude looks more like a running back. Dude stands at 5'10". His weight comes in around 222. But dude's fast. He is fast, man. He reminds me a lot of Devontae Freeman playing wide receiver. He is a little unpolished. But I think he's someone that could definitely pay dividends in the draft. I think they could use him as like a slash. Like Cordell Slash Stewart back in the day, back in the 90s. How he was out playing running back, quarterback, wide receiver. I mean, this dude, I don't know about him playing quarterback now, but he's someone I could definitely see taking some snaps out of the backfield, lining up in the slot. Definitely going to utilize him in wheel routes. I'm intrigued. Keeping my eye on James Washington. All right, moving on. Tight ends. At tight end, I like Hayden Hurst, tight end from South Carolina, 6'5, 250. Should run somewhere between 4'6, 4'7, and the 40. Now they got to keep your eye on Mark Andrews, tight end out of Oklahoma. Dalton Schultz, tight end from Stanford. Big dude, 6'6, 240, athletic. Do it all type of tight end. Comparable to Jason Witten. Some other guys here that, that are interesting to me. Some other guys I find interesting Jordan Aikens. Tight end from UCF, 6'3", 246. Kind of like an Aaron Hernandez-style player. Not the killing part of Aaron Hernandez, but he uh, does kill it on the field. Another guy kind of in that same frame is Tyler Conklin, tight end from Central Michigan. He's another guy to keep my eye on as well. A well. couple of sleepers right there. IDPs, defensive linemen, linebackers. Moving on to some defensive ends and linebackers here. Obviously, Bradley Chubb from North Carolina State, the defensive end there. Big dude, 6'4", 275. Got some quickness for him for a big guy. 10 sacks last year last year in 2017. Sam Hubbard from Ohio State, another guy I want to keep my eye on as well for IDPs. All you IDP guys out there. Seven sacks for him in 2017. He's got a great skill set. 
just need to kind of put it all together there. Marcus Davenport, another guy. This guy I like a lot. 6'5", 259, runs in the high 4'7". He's got the length, the size, the speed. I think this guy's going to be a steal playing outside linebacker in the NFL. Arden Key from LSU, another big guy, 6'5", 260. Like Davenport, dude's got great size. He's got the speed. He's got the talent. I think he's going to be a great pass rusher in the NFL. Needs to work a little bit in the past, in the past game. But another guy I think is going to be a great steal. A couple of interior linebackers. You got Roquan Smith from Georgia. 6'1", 225, runs about a 4'5", 40. And this guy is just all over the field making plays. Dude had 137 tackles, 6.5 sacks, 11.5 for a loss, had a forced fumble. He can play in coverage as well. Good young player. Rashawn Evans from Alabama, 6'3", 231, runs in the high 4'6". is really fast for a linebacker here. Kind of a do-it-all linebacker as well. Is in the interior. He can play the run. He can play the pass. Should be a great pickup somewhere around one, round two. Keep your eye on him. Defensive backs. Some defensive backs to hit on real quick. Joshua Jackson, corner from Iowa. Decent size, 6'1", 192. Runs a 4'5", 40. Like him a lot. Denzel Ward from Ohio State. Little smaller, 5'10", 191. Dude's quick, runs a 4'4", 40. Carlton Davis from Auburn is a guy like got good size, 6'1", 195. A couple of safeties here. Minka Fitzpatrick from Alabama. Good size, 6'1", 203. Dude had eight pass breakups in 2017. Forced to fumble. Dude can tackle. Dude can play the pass. Like him a lot. I think he's going to be the best safety coming out of the draft. Derwin James, another guy that intrigues me a lot. He's got great size. He's going to be a top 20 pick, no doubt, as well. 6'3", 211, 4'5", 40. I think both these two safeties are going to be studs, absolute studs. All right, that wraps up the 2018 NFL Combine preview. Got a nice list of names for y'all to check out over the course of the next few days. It's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun. Definitely intrigued. Draft season officially begins today, March 2nd. This is it. This is draft season right here. For y'all dynasty players, for NFL fans, college fans, this is it. This marks the beginning of your Dynasty League 2018 season. Please subscribe to the show. Leave us a review. Send your emails. Send all your questions. Fantasy related, non-fantasy related. You can ask who are some sleeper draft picks. You can ask how little Jeff's dick is. I don't care. You ask it, we will answer it. The Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. The most versatile fantasy football program on the market in podcast land. Again, guys, thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for checking us out. Visit fantasysportstudios.com next week as we start kicking things off for the 2018 NFL season. Stay tuned. We are going to have our 2018 The Flex Fantasy Football Podcast mock draft coming out soon. Till next time. Enjoy the combine. We'll talk to you next week. See ya. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Flex. Subscribe on iTunes and Google Play Music. Visit FantasySportsStudios.com to get your fantasy sports fix and interact with the show. Email the show at TheFlex at FantasySportsStudios.com.